Hey y'all, this is your host, Bella, with Bella in the City. I'm a lifestyle blogger from Austin, Texas. On my podcast, I'll be talking about different topics like books, dating, travel, food, movies, TV shows, and anything else in between that happens in ATX. So enjoy! So today, I want to talk about heartbreak because it hit me in the feels today big time part of it it is my fault because you know when you're out there on the internet you look for things that you shouldn't be looking for but you end up finding it so I found some pictures that showed me that my ex you know clearly moved on um with some chick um so it just made a lot of things clear to me because you know two, three weeks ago when we were rekindling our romance or whatever the hell you want to call it, um, for only seven days within that time frame, you know, it was only seven days. So I thought that I never thought that he would actually like walk away from it and, and just tell me he doesn't want it anymore because for the longest time, since we broke up a year ago, He was always pursuing me, messaging me like once a month. I had to block him, you know, because it was just really not helping me move on, you know. And and it was my doing that I decided to reach out because, you know, I did miss him and I love him. And I wanted to see how he was doing. And that's really what my intentions were in the beginning. I just wanted to see how he was doing, checking up on him reconnect hang out and then you know say goodbye but when you do that it's like your feelings are involved you just can't do it cut and dry like that so in the midst of that I got in my feelings and I got scared I didn't want to close the door on that chapter and you know even the third day that we were talking I had told him like okay well it doesn't sound like you're ready yet you know from this year that you've grown you're still not where I need you to be And I don't think you can be an equal partner with me. Um, So it's not going to work out, you know, because he's not ready intellectually, emotionally, you know, he's just not. And and that's not something that I can make him do, you know, like it has to be something that comes from his own life, you know, like that helps him get there. So even in that time, I was like, okay, maybe we can still talk but I was still like on the fence you know and then we still ended up talking again within that week because I didn't want to let go and you know four days later or whatever um that's when he made the decision for me and and he shut the door on me so it really shocked me at first because I was just like what this is not like him you know like it's it's always been him reaching out to me and you know, trying to fix what he did, you know, because he did hurt me a lot last year. So it was just weird being on this side of the coin or whatever. And so now that I see that I was, you know, suspecting that he was seeing somebody because that was my instinct. I was like, there's no way that he would have just shut the door on me unless he's actually dating somebody, you know, because if he's actually dating somebody, then that would make sense why he would just be like, no, I'm not going to date you again because I'm already seeing somebody. Um, and I even asked him, you know, in that week that we were talking, I asked him, are you seeing anybody? And he told me he wasn't. So 
I'm not 100% if he lied or not. Um, I'm kind of leaning on that he was lying and and he wasn't being truthful because I was being truthful with him. And, you know, and to me that just says that he's still up to his old habits. You know, he still, he still lies and he still you know, sort of pretty much cheats, you know, if he was seeing that person and he was seeing me at the same time, then, you know, he's cheating. (laughs) But, um, so yeah, I just, when I first saw that, I was trying to, you know, like not let it get to me. And I was just like, okay. I mean, it confirmed what I already knew deep down. And I try to do my meditation, uh, which I started doing recently just to help me get more zen and grounded and um it turned into crying (laughs) crying full-blown crying well I mean well not full-blown but like you know like tears were coming out while I was meditating so I know that's healthy anyways to cry um but it's ideally I didn't want to cry I was just like no I already I already cried over this like a few weeks ago when it first happened and I just felt like I don't want to go there again. So I guess that's why I couldn't like really fully cry. And then throughout the day, I was trying to like work and, you know, do what I do at my job or whatever. And I still couldn't focus, you know, I couldn't focus. I kept thinking about it and it just kept getting to me to the point where I was just like, okay, today's canceled. Like, I'm just going to have to go home and and start over again tomorrow, you know, like, that's, that's how it got for me, um, so I just, that's, that's, that's pretty much how it was in my feelings, and it's not a fun place to be, because, you know, it's like, I reopened that wound from a year ago, when I was heartbroken, and I thought I could easily just, you know, rid my hands of this, and not have it happen again, you know, within that three-week or three-day period that I was like, okay, goodbye, (laughs) but it's like, once you reopen that wound, it's, it's almost like, you know, you already did the damage, like, what are you doing, so I felt like a lot of the, a lot of me was just, um, really not brave enough to close the chapter, and, and because honestly, I had hope, I had hope that we were gonna, be in a better place this time now that we're in a better place in our lives but um you know obviously that that wasn't the case so it was just a lot to take you know um it was a really tough pill to swallow and here in my next segment I want to talk about the bad aspects that I need to like really focus on to help me move forward So you know how usually when you're dating somebody and you break up, you always go back at least once or twice just to make sure that you're making the right decision. It's almost like you're trying to reassure yourself that you made the right choice, that that you uncovered every stone that you could so that way there's no stone left unturned. So I kind of feel like that's part of the reason why I reached out to him this time just to, you know, having that hope that maybe we could work it out. Um, But, you know, I obviously started to notice within that same week that he drained 
my energy big time. Um, I just felt like he was the type of person that would always ask constantly, you know, things of me to give to him. You know, like, um, like they say, he wasn't filling, filling my glass at all. It was, it was like he poked a hole in it and the, the water was just running out of that hole big time. So I couldn't ever fill up my cup. Um, so that's how, how it feels with him. And part of me thought, okay, well, this is just how it is. Or, you know, this is just how our chemistry is. And, you know, like I was just resigned to it. Like, it's fine. I can deal with it. But then the fourth or fifth day in, I remember he would ask me to come over. And I had literally just seen him like the day before. And I was just like, I don't feel like leaving everything that I have to do to go see you, you know, because he doesn't have a car. So I would literally have to drive over to him. And even though he offered to give me gas money, I was just like, that's not the point. Like you just drain my energy. Every time I go over there, it's like, I don't feel like he's catering to me. You know how guys usually would cater to your woman. If she comes over, you open the door, you acknowledge her, you know, make her feel comfortable, get her a glass of water. Like he doesn't do any of that. Um, when I would come over, he would just be on his bed. He would leave the door unlocked. <laughs> um, and when I leave the house, like he wouldn't even walk me to my car, you know. So those are the little details that I feel like for women, it makes us feel wanted. It makes us feel safe. You know, the, the guy really cares. Um, one of my friends told me that one of my good friends, she told me that, you know, when she initially was dating her boyfriend, you know, um, he would invite her over and she would be parking, you know, about to go into his apartment and he would come out, make sure she's able to get out of her car. Okay. Like, you know, just looking out for her. Um, and then when she would leave the house, you know, leave, leave him to go to her, her place and he would go ahead and walk her to her car and make sure she was cool and safe and everything. And that's really what I feel is lacking. I don't know if it's the new age we're in or whatever, this date, date and age, with dating, but it's like, I want to feel protected, you know, I want to feel like he's got my back, you know, whoever I'm with, and I just never really quite felt that from him, it just always felt like he just wanted to take, 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 um, even, like, me coming over, uh, one time that week, he was like, oh, can you, like, heat up this food for me, well, he's perfectly able to do it himself, you know, like I, I gravitate towards somebody who can be self-sufficient and cook for themselves. And I'm not saying it has to be like that all the time. Like, I don't mind doing it every now and then. But being how I was barely coming back into his life, and this is the first week we're hanging out and he's doing this already from the get go. It just felt like this is how it's going to be all the time. He's just going to be like, cater to me, cater to me. It's all about me. Um, and he's not doing anything for me. You know, he's not looking out for me. He's not doing a simple thing as walking me to my car and just from a distance waving goodbye, you know. <laughs> so it's just those little details that I just felt like he's so draining my energy that I feel exhausted, you know, by the time I make it to my place, you know, where I want to do my own thing. And it's like, I don't, I didn't even feel like, like he filled my cup, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, 
me always giving to him um, and me getting very little in return. So that's one of the things that I need to keep in mind that that was a big issue in the relationship and you know the fact that he just didn't have healthy boundaries like he just always wanted to hang out you know and I have stuff I gotta do you know I don't want to be hanging out with the person all the time like three four days out of the week like I got shit to do and it's just it's almost like spending time with a dog or something you know like I already have to deal with my dog you know, needing my attention all the time. And with him, I just felt like it was another, another chore kind of a thing. And I just even asked him that day that I went to go see him. I was like, are you always going to be asking me to do things for you? You know, like, it just feels like you're just not trying to be an equal partner. You know, like I have to do things for you when you can do them yourself. And then he got all defensive and started saying, what are you talking about? Like, I, you know, work hard and I'm sober and I do this and, you know, you're talking shit. That's what he was saying. And I was like, I'm, first of all, I'm not talking shit. And he like raised his voice at me and I was like, whoa, <laughs> calm down. You don't need to be raising your voice. I was just asking you a question, you know, and just that alone that day just kind of let me know, like, this person is not at my level where he can understand that I was just genuinely concerned like is this how you're going to be constantly where you're expecting me you know to take care of things all the time and it's like you're a grown-up you know be a grown man and you know like I said in the previous segment like you can't make somebody be that they have to come into their own um I can't teach it you know I don't have the patience it's not something that I can help them with or fix and now I just want to talk about my next segment about the rejection aspect of it. You know, rejection absolutely sucks. And for most of our relationship, I never really experienced that with him because he was always there. You know, he was on me like white on rice. If I would think about him, he'll call me like within a minute. You know, it was almost like we were in sync already with each other. Um, and when he rejected me, you know, three weeks ago, not only was I shocked, it was just, um, it made me feel like something, uh, maybe I did something wrong, you know. But at the same time, I knew that there was something bigger going on, that maybe I didn't have that confirmation yet. And so when I got that confirmation today, it let me know that, you know what, um, this is, this is a rejection, but it's almost like it's in a way steering me in the right direction. <laughs> um, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's, it's almost like, yeah, this person may be rejecting you or rejecting the possibility, uh, of having something, um, but at the same time, um, this this has to happen in order for each of us to, you know, end up with whoever we need to end up with. It's just not going to be together. And, you know, I'm, I'm human, you know, so part of me is thinking, you know, did I do something wrong to make him walk away? And the other part of me was thinking, okay, well... What, is, what does this next person have that 
I didn't give to him, you know, um, and I really don't need to be asking the universe about those things because it's not anything that's going to help me, um, to move forward. It's just going to be one of those things that I have to accept it, acknowledge it and, and just keep it, you know, keep it pushing. So I just need to, to understand, you know, that sometimes there's things beyond what I can comprehend right now that maybe they will come to light later on. Like, who knows, like maybe this rejection is steering me in the right direction so that I can meet my husband in the future, you know, my future husband. And then when that happens, I can look back and, and see that, you know what, that wasn't a rejection so much. It was a chapter that was ending that the universe was letting me know this chapter, this part of your life is over. Like you don't need to go back to it again. You're, you've already been there, done that. You know, you guys are not meant to be together right now or ever. Um, so that's, that's the part that I'm trying to deal with. Um, and it's really hard because it's a new feeling because he's always made me feel wanted. He's always made me feel uh, desired. And, and I think that's part of the reason why I fell in love with him because, um, I don't know, like in my first relationship that I had for eight years, you know, my ex, um, he didn't really show me that he wanted me or desired me. Maybe he did at first when we got together. Um, but at the same time, like throughout the years, his interest just kept waning and I always felt like I had to fight for his attention, you know, and I felt very rejected for at least the last two, three years of the relationship. And I, and I can't believe that I stayed in it that long in that same state of feeling rejected. I should have just, you know, picked up my shit and left, you know what I mean? But, but I was 25, 26, 27, no. I was 25 or 26 at the time. So I was still coming into my own as a woman. So I didn't really know what was going on. I just knew, just hold on. He'll come around. <laughs> um, but then I'm glad that that rejection did happen because now I was able to pick up and move to Austin. I mean, yeah, it happened eight years later, but I feel like I was able to still do what I needed to do for myself and not let a relationship hold me back. Um, or who knows, maybe I would have become a mother back then. Um, and I wouldn't have the opportunity to move here and, and be able to be who I am today. So, and what's weird too, is that on August 1st of this year is going to be 10 years since broke up with my first ex. So kind of (laughs) weird. Um, but anyways, I uh, just wanted to bring up the whole rejection part that sometimes it's a good thing. Uh, I know we don't like it sometimes, but we got to look at it in that perspective that this is going to be a good thing um, because it was for the best, you know, just so just really switching to that positive mindset that this was for the best. And in the next segment, I want to talk about um, the lessons that I'm learning My lesson from this whole um, situation is to let go, you know, because I decided to go back, you know, and, and reminisce and mess with something that 
I really should have never opened the door on. Um, and also I learned to not only to let go, but I need to stop comparing, you know, the past or anytime that I talk about a situation, I need to stop bringing him up because I did catch myself doing that sometimes. Um, and like, especially with my manager's name being exactly like his. So that's kind of annoying, <laughs> you know, and just, just stop comparing, you know, um, or like comparing like situations that happen now to the past and just really shut that door, you know, because it doesn't serve me any purpose to keep that door open and, and keep looking at his social media. I'm just going to stop altogether and not do it anymore. Um, because it's not going to help me at all, you know? I mean, look how today was totally canceled because I decided to not let go still. And look what happened. I could have made like a hundred bucks today out there and working and, and I didn't do anything. So, I mean, I did do some things. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I, you know, it's not like I just resigned myself from the world today, but I did get some things done. Um, but I wasn't be, I wasn't able to be at my full throttle, my full attention, my full focus. Um, so that's a big lesson that I learned from all of this. And also, I will say that I need to be kind to myself because I think that, you know, when things like this happen, when you're upset about a situation, you can blame yourself like, oh, this is what I get for, you know, doing what I shouldn't have done. I'm so stupid, you know, saying stuff like that to myself. And I just need to just be kind to myself and and accept that that I did this because I was following my heart, you know, and, and also to forgive myself because yeah, I made a mistake of reopening that wound, but I just need to forgive myself. You know, I'm human. I know that I was following my heart. Like, you know, love is blind. You, when you follow your heart, you're not seeing anything that's in front of you, even if it's red flags flashing, um, you know, in your face. So, um, I just need to be okay with, with what happened and, and not blame myself and just forgive myself and move on. So in the next, uh, segment, which I'm almost done here, <laughs> I want to talk about writing things down and moving forward. All right, so my friend told me that next week the full moon's gonna take place. So I'm gonna write down everything that I'm feeling. I'm gonna write his name, everything that I'm feeling and, and put it down on paper and then burn that piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? So I know it may sound woo-woo or whatever, but even when I did that um, a couple weeks ago, like letting go of my negative attachments, it really helped me. Um, in a spiritual way and, and just the action of doing it, it just felt like you almost have to put it into action to, to make it more real. So I feel like part of moving forward is writing it down, you know, acknowledging 
and and being in touch with with the lessons that I learned and and just being able to do that ritual so to speak and let it go you know and I'm looking forward to it I'm probably going to write some more tonight um just on my own I'm not going to blog about it because I feel like this is something that needs to be a little bit more private even though anchor is not that private um but I just felt like I went through so many stages today um you know earlier in the day when I first found out it was I was a mess you know but now I'm in a more much better place like where I'm thinking a little bit more clearly and of course you know it's gonna come in waves you know um to just really going back to the Bella that I was before I reopened this chapter that I shouldn't have (laughs) um and yeah best believe I bought some wine and some chocolate and it's like your perfect breakup go-to guide for a girl I don't want to eat ice cream you know usually girls will get a bowl of ice cream or something but that's not that's not what I want to do um I kind of want to stay eating healthy and I don't know probably go work out tomorrow I worked out yesterday with my trainer and I'm super sore like even my dog getting on my lap it it was hurting like my my thighs are like aching with pain so I was like get off me (laughs) but if you made it this far I want to say thank you you guys are a gem and yeah so this is you know me pouring my heart out just um reflecting back on on everything that just happened and and just take it all in stride and and just really make myself stronger because of this um who knows in the future he'll he'll probably try to reach out and by then I'll be moving forward so fast that I won't even look back I'll just be like nope (laughs) you had your chance that week um that we had that open opening in the universe and you decided to move on and you didn't want it so you know you snooze you lose and I'm good now I I feel like this had to happen in order for me to see that I deserve better and that I don't need to be with somebody who who is just not the perfect match for me basically so I feel good um probably gonna cry after this <laughs> that's just the Scorpio and me we're, we're very emotional my friend um actually speaking of astrology my friend Saha she um read my birch my birth can't even talk birth chart and she told me that a lot of my elements are in Libra or whatever so um like for example she said my Venus is in Libra which is the way that you love people um I think (laughs) um my son is in Libra my Jupiter's in Libra my Saturn is in Libra and my Pluto's in Libra and I forget what else oh and then I found out that my ascendant rising sign is in cancer which I thought it was Leo 
but now it's in cancer so it definitely reflects a lot of qualities in me from a cancer because I am very nurturing and very sensitive um so that definitely makes sense so yeah I'm learning a lot of things today and it's just crazy how you know seeing all that my chart was heavily in Libra makes sense because you know I fell in love with two Libras in my life so far so who knows maybe maybe the third try is a charm and he'll be a Libra too <laughs> but um but yeah thanks for listening and if you'd like to call in you know give me your input or any thoughts or any um, topics you want me to talk about for my next uh, podcast let me know and thanks for listening so I'm gonna play a song that I sang on Star Maker it's a karaoke app but um, I recently found my muse uh, thanks to the artist Janine so because of her she just really um, helped me to find my my inner songstress if you will so I'm gonna play uh, two songs that I sang on Star Maker. Uh, the first one's gonna be from Christina Aguilera, and then the last one from Lady Gaga from A Star Is Born soundtrack. Enjoy. I am done smoking gun. Lost it all. The love is gone. She has won. Now it's no fun. We lost it all. The love is gone. And we.
never the right time We could change things now But this isn't the right It's never the right time That was so good, like the singing, okay, not the situation. Um, you already know what I think about the situation because we talked before you even posted this. So anyway, I'm not going to comment on that. Um, well, besides by saying that you got the right, mi the right mindset about it. Anyway, I wish that we lived closer to each other because I wish I had more friends that like doing that type of stuff, like drinking and then go sing karaoke. I don't really drink, um, but if I'm going to go sing karaoke, I don't know, it's funner when you're drunk. <laughs> And uh, I used to do that back home with my friend Keala and like all these other people we used to hang out with. So anyway, um, 
shit, I wish we lived closer so we could do that kind of shit. I would do it all, like, every weekend if I could. Anyway, um, what, was, what else was I going to tell you? I was going to say, oh, I joined that app. I'm Astrorella um, on there. I think I followed you, and I was trying it. It was horrible. Um, I think it's because I was just using my phone. I don't have a mic or whatever. So what's your setup? Hey, so my handle on StarMaker is um, Bella Soul, just like on Insane. Um, and thank you. I'm glad that you liked it. Um, I just went through this period where I think it was two weeks ago or whatever. I just started singing like every song that was on that platform. <laughs> um, but I think now you have to pay for it. So I think I did like a one week trial or whatever, seven bucks. But I'm not going to keep it up. Um, I just think it's a little too expensive. And, you know, i got to watch every penny that's in my wallet. So... But, um, but yeah, I'm glad that you liked it. It's a, it's a really fun app. It's come a long way because they used to not have the Echo Studio sound. And I really like it. And, yeah, I wish that I lived closer to you, too, so that we could go karaoke. Um, that would be a lot of fun. And the cool thing about this app on StarMaker is that you can actually join chat rooms with people that are doing karaoke. So, like, you can put your name in the queue so that way, like, if there's five people ahead of you, you know, you wait until your turn, and then when you start singing, then all of them can hear you in the chat room. So that's one cool thing that I didn't know that they did. Um, it's a new thing that they started. Um, so when I started doing the app thing or whatever, it was fun, like, you know, singing along with everybody in there. And then, like, people can give you gifts or something like that. They're, like, little, you know, lollipops and stuff like that. But I don't think it's... I think it's just like giving you points or something. Um, it's not actual money, I wish. <laughs> but anyways, um, you have my number, girl, so feel free to give me a call. Um, and, or, you know, I'll, I'll hit you up on NSA or whatever now that I'm home. Uh, today was a hectic day. So anyways, have a good day.